Hey, what's up, everyone? No, it's been a minute. It's been busy kind of on all standpoints here, but I uh, wanted to give a preview of the Devils Insiders podcast right here on our Devils Daily feed. So hope you enjoy this. And uh, if you want to hear the full thing and, and all our material going forward, uh, check out our Substack, devilsinsiders.substack.com. Enjoy the show. They deserve this, and we deserve this. Good morning, everyone. It is 1 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday May 2nd, 2023, a few hours after the New Jersey Devils defeat the New York Rangers 4-0 in Game 7 of the 2023 Eastern Conference quarterfinals, 4-3 in the series, and they are moving on to the Eastern Conference semifinals. Okay, we've been waiting for this moment for a long time, 11 years in the playoffs in five years. And they got it done tonight. Uh, I think Dave, we're, we're going to try and let ourselves be a little bit more fans tonight because uh, we've been waiting for this, and you know everyone's been waiting for this. And normally we try and stay objective and even keeled, but uh, if there's ever a time to celebrate, it's a moment like this of beating the New York Rangers in your own building in an elimination game, getting it done on the second go around, taking care of business, and feeling like anything is possible with this group this year or going forward. Dave, they played. A tremendous game. They brought us to our knees early in this one with the penalties. It felt like there was going to be a repeat of game six with all the power plays for the Rangers. It felt like they were begging for the Rangers to win the game or begging for the officials to to take control of the game. But they around all that, they put in a tremendous five on five performance. I couldn't believe how good the D zone map looked. Uh, I guess it was more just cringe moments than anything because you're basically cringing anytime the other team has the puck and you're believing that something great's going to happen anytime your team has the puck. Uh, around the penalties, they played a tremendous contest uh, and they were deserving of this win the whole way. And I'm glad they got it done uh, and, and did it in the fashion they did with an absolute exclamation point, which is what we were hoping for uh, maybe a little bit earlier in the series or before the series. But Boy, they were tremendous for the last five games in this series to to drive it home and win their first series in eleven years. Lindy Ruff in the post game. I didn't see the post game, by the way. One of the things he told the team was, "This should be the most fun you have this year." Well, Lindy, the boys came out to play. This is the most fun we've had in eleven years. Yep. They maybe throw a Taylor Hall game in there or a Kincaid game or something, but. It sure feels like the most fun we've had in a long, long time. And soak, soak this one in. Uh, this was this was an Please effort. That, yeah, I really like go watch everything. Hell, go watch it back. I mean, I'm going to at some point. Revel in this. It's been so long and we've had so many tough seasons. And when is this going to be a thing? And going through all the drafts and all that to see this team get to this point when they don't not only do they have the talent, to play the way they did tonight in game seven, but the desire to go and play the way they played in game seven, that's that's championship caliber hockey that they played tonight. And it's been up and down. We've seen them react and, and, and get back on their feet. We saw them take another hit late in, late in say, round 11 in a, in a 12-round fight mm-hmm. in game six. And you were wondering, what were they going to have tonight? Not Not just in terms of, of skill or whatever you thought Akira would do or not do. We'll certainly get to him. But for them to bring the kind of all-encompassing effort from puck drop 
and say, this is how we're going to play. We're coming. And everybody battled their rear ends off. <clears throat> Excuse me, losing my voice. Uh, I apologize if I sound a little nasally mm-hmm. uh, fighting. Mm-hmm. A, uh, on top of screaming my head off tonight. <laughs> uh, also dealing with a little bit of a sinus infection. So, you know, we're working Gamer. through some stuff. Yeah, you know, look. Uh, hurt, not injured, right? That's right. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call out sick for this one, that's for sure. No. But, you know, like there, there's so much that goes into winning playoff hockey games and winning series. And I think for a while, Jeff, I know I felt that way. I kind of took it for granted as a Devils fan that when they lost, it was, oh, I can't believe they lost. They, they shouldn't lose. You know, I, hell, I, I remember 09 picking it to be Devils Flames in, in the final. And and certainly we were we were spoiled by really good hockey. And I think through all this, you, uh, we've certainly as a fan base learned of how hard it is just to get here. But then also yeah. to see the Devils deal with really it was baptism by fire in this series, Jeff. I mean, they had they were on the ropes. They were down, but they were never out. And yeah. and the resiliency of this team that we've seen all year in terms of actually rising to the occasion and playing their best when maybe it would be easy to just go away. And in this series, they did it multiple times, finishing off with basically as picture perfect as you can a performance and go look at the, the heat map, go look at everything else, look yeah. at the scoreboard, look at, look at every, everything that you can look at in this game. It was exactly how they want to play their game. And, you know, to watch them after, you know, losing a game where Rangers kind of got back going and the power play was working to see them just come out and say, this is our game. I think that speaks to, I think that speaks volumes to the mental makeup of this team. And sometimes that means just as much as the physical makeup of your team in the yep. playoffs. Yep. We'll branch off into the series in a little bit, but you know, all day, you know, I kind of shut, I kind of tried to fade the noise the last, you know, I just wanted to stop thinking about game six. That's what it was more than anything. You know, I wasn't scared of anything that was going to happen on the ice in game seven because I thought they'd sharpen up and, and you take your best shot. Uh, I just didn't want to think about game six anymore. I, you know, there was a million hypotheticals you could have, you could have ran out there, but you know, you, you see everything that's happening. You, you see Seattle winning a game seven. You see Florida pull off their first series win in, in so long. You see Toronto win their first series in so long. Uh, you know, just thinking about, you know, I, I really wanted to hope that where I was and how I felt in the moments in games three, four, and five, and to some degree in games one, two, and six, I wa- I, I was just dying, absolutely dying that it, all that wouldn't go to waste. Like I, I'm going to remember for the rest of my life losing my mind at Reds and Karlstadt in uh, in game three uh, with with all the guys there, Stagehouse and Mountainside game four, going with you in game five, doing the scramble in game six across the state of New Jersey, and and then tonight, like. I was hoping they would put a stamp on this game and somehow pull it up. I didn't know what type of game I was expecting. You know, I've just been so open-minded to everything. Like, I don't think anybody had four nothing on their bingo card tonight. You know, I, I actually thought, you know, I called Jason on the way in. I'm like, I think we're doing like scoreless overtime tonight. Like that's what I was expecting because to your point, David, by the way, you uh, predicted accurately on the money uh, devils and seven tremendous job by you. Like I just, I just figured it was. It's been so tight. Why wouldn't it be tight one more time? And you know, they're they're putting it on them, putting it on them, and Igor's making saves and they're taking penalties. It's just like, please, this would just be, this would just be brutal 
to lose a game like this where you do everything you know you're not supposed to do and you're letting the other goaltender stay on stand on his head but uh, they they came through and once once you got the first goal you, you felt like you were, you hoped that they were just going to manage it and get it done the rest of the way like uh i mean the whole i mean they got you know for, they just played so differently between games 2 and 3 and you know even after game 6 like again i, I didn't want to think about the game but my thought was and lindy said it uh, after game 6 like it's just it's just hard to win four games in a row. Like that doesn't happen really in a playoff series. Forget a sweep or, or any time inside the middle of a series. That doesn't really happen. Uh, so he said, "I'm looking at it like we won three of the last four, and that's what I was choosing to do too." It just sucks. There was just very little runway to go get it done. But they 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 were they were warriors out. They they everyone was out there uh, warriors. You know, maybe there was a few guys who didn't totally love their games, but uh, I thought they gave everything uh, everything they had tonight. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what the game would have looked like uh, if there was if they didn't take any. <laughs> maybe next series we can get that. We can see what a Devils game looks like, uh, regardless of what the other team looks like or what the other team's power play looks like. Uh, and just a clean Devils. I mean, we did see that in Game Five. They took two penalties. One of them was actually legit, and and it was and it was tremendous. And they. They did it tonight. I'm going to try and find the right, right words as we go along here. I didn't write as many notes as I usually do, but uh, I, I, you know, Dave, I just wanted to feel, you know, you know, feel like a fan again. Like we, we've been so objective on this and, and, and try to stay middle lane and all that. And it just felt amazing. Like I, I thought they were going to put their, their best game on the ice tonight. I was just going to pray it was enough. I, I thought they would play a good hockey game. You, you never know what their goalie or their power play and all that. And uh, they, they, they deserve this for the way they totally flipped the script after, after game, uh, after game two. I, I, I didn't say anything new there perhaps, but uh, I'm just trying to gather all my feelings as we go along here. I'm probably going to end up leaving some stuff on the table here, but uh, I'll kick it back to you for some more thoughts here. It's just fun to be proud of this hockey team again, isn't it? That's the word, proud. <laughs> yeah, proud. it's it just the pride of wearing wearing your devil stuff around and not, you know, in some ways, it almost went so far the the other way where you were nothing if you had it. Like no one's even going to comment. It's just oh, they don't exist. And and sure, there's still people who will say that and act that way, but that's fine. But just to have this moment be the culmination of for all of us sticking with this team and spending money on this team. And, you know, as much as we, we record the podcast, you're listening to them too. So as far as I'm concerned, we're all putting in the same amount of time into this and, you know, to, to have, to have this moment where you go and you stare your, your bitter rivals, bitter rivals, where we knew how painful this was going to be for, for the losing team. I'm admitting I was, I was nervous tonight, Jeff. I, I thought they play well. Fighting just, your, yeah, yeah. You've been fighting your feel. It feels, it feels like you had PTSD from games one and two, and you were just trying to protect yourself from getting hurt. That's what it felt like to yes. me as uh... admittedly, I feel completely different about round two, but yeah, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a different level, but yeah. Yeah. Just to, to, to like, this series, we knew, and we knew all year it was coming, basically. And yeah. the the mental preparation of up, oh, we're we're on the radar and the Hudson River rivalry, and what's that going to be like? And they're a veteran team, and then they go out and make the moves for Tarasenko and Kane. And by the way, awesome job, Ranger fans! I've I saw a lot of you at Prudential Center wearing Kane jerseys. What a waste of two hundred dollars! God, <laughs> granted, it's probably you know the free one you get with your eighteen thousand dollar. Uh, playoff tickets or whatever but good 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 job it it just shows you like the way ranger and I'll take some digs here because I can I've waited long enough <laughs> the 
the Ranger fans that, again, Yankee hubris, Mets results, that everything they do, they act like it's this huge, huge thing, like seismic, like New York comes to a standstill and everyone looks up and sees Patrick Kane on a blimp floating into New York or something like that. And the way they act about everything, and the reality is that they've been a sad franchise in terms of results, that they have one cup in all these years. And sure, They'll they'll give you every stupid thing of relevancy or whatever whatever they want to come up with. Who cares? We beat them on the ice, Jeff. Yeah, they can't say anything. And knowing what where their team is at and where the Devils are at in their window, and seeing this team play the way they did in a win to finish it out, it feels so damn good. It really does. Uh-huh. I mean. Yeah. I, I, we've been we've been waiting so long for these moments, and 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 yeah, I I was I was tight for Game Seven. I was I I thought this could be one of those ones where Devils completely outplay them and the goalie yes, does sure. a thing, and that that worried me because I think this is the best goaltender they're going to face all playoffs mm-hmm. by a large amount, honestly. And and you knew what he could do, but personally, uh, realizing it now, I'm more excited for Schmid. Yep. Uh- uh, on the Rangers, because again, uh, honestly, you know, I said what I said before the the series started. I don't want to spend a ton of time on them. Um, might be more of a Twitter thing for me tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. It's uh, just such a crazy turnaround. But, you know, I said what I said before the the series started. that I, I want to see the Devils, you know, cram it up theirs. And, and then you watch games one and two. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm such a friggin' idiot. Like, you know, you've you've been good all year. You've been objective. You've been even keeled. You've been right down the middle. You know, you're gonna say something like that, and you're gonna end up gagging on it. Uh, and then after, you know, I was totally laser focused, even keel, just believing that if they could ever, if they could find their game. You know, and then you watch them play game three. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe that's not the devil's true style, but. They played a heck of a game, and if they can do that and just force the Rangers to come 200 feet and, and just wait for your moment, I'm like, the, if you can totally adapt your game, you know, you know anything goes. If, if you if you can play tight hockey in the D zone or the neutral zone, you can win any hockey game. And, you know, seeing them play like that, it just gave you confidence and hope. And, uh, you know, game six, I let myself in a little bit of, yeah, I want to run. F- I want to run four straight on them. I want to run four all three, three of the four wins, all three games at the garden go the devil's way and you eliminate them in four straight. I was ready to dunk on Saturday night. It didn't happen. And then, yeah, I was trying to put, I was really trying to put bad thoughts out of my head. I, I thought they would play a good game and, and I'm with you hundred percent of the way of there's, you know, they've, they've played good games and they've won all the good games they've played, but you know, you, you just never need, if you leave yourself that little margin of error, you just never know what's going to happen. But I wanted to believe they were going to play well and, and win. You know, I, I, you know that's one thing I've been saying the last day or so. I'm just like, it's our turn. You know, the the Rangers have had enough moments for a decade. The Devils have had no moments for the last uh, eleven years. You know, maybe one blip on the radar. Like I, I, I just really wanted to believe that. I wanted to believe, Dave, that it was our turn. And I kept coming back to when I was really trying to rev myself up. The the really. The, the last bit of today before we got to game times, like the devils have built a team, like an actual hockey team, like size, skill, speed, actual defending, you know, just they, they built a team the right way. And the Rangers, if I can take my digs at them now, 
they they just don't know they they don't know what they are. Two years ago, they wanted to be big tough guys after Tom Wilson embarrassed them in their building. They did that, and they brought in some grindy players, and it kind of worked for them. And it, honestly, last honestly last year's Ranger team was a better all around team than than this Ranger team. And you look at them this year, and you know I know a bunch of the guys in the Discord said it too. You know, watch their ads, and it's like they're added into strengths. Like, what are they? What are they even doing? They and and and, and even Steve Valaket. After game five, clown he is. He said the Rangers look like a collection of players. Their biggest cheerleader. He said it again tonight. He ripped him tonight. Okay. I got to catch up on all this. But he said they look like a collection of players. And the misinformation he spread, you know, when he has a a sober moment like that, like that raises eyebrows for me. Like even him, he's the biggest pom-pom guy in the world. And he said that the team he, you know, basically cheers for and, and covers said they were a collection of players. So, I wanted to believe that was all going to play out in the end too, Dave. Like, you know, you, you look at this Ranger team and they got 940 goaltending coming into this one. They got a ton more power plays, a devil's team that, you know, their top guys really didn't produce like top guys. And the Rangers still lost in seven. Imagine if even a few things went just a touch more the devil's way, or if they didn't totally, you know, do the hockey they did in games one or two, like, you know, they even, I, I thought, you know, we did a short podcast after game six. You know, I thought in game six, too, I'm like, I didn't even think the Devils played that bad. Uh, it, it was so much better than they played in games one and two. And, and it was still like a 3-1 game going into the third period. So, like, even that, I'm just like, as bad as they played, you know, that was a 3-1 game through 40 minutes. It was it was right there. You know, they had some some giveaways and some, and some breakdowns and all that. But the Rangers got a ton of things go right in terms of early power play, penalties overall. And the goaltender was great, and they got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs in, in seven games. Like, they had a ton of things go right for them. Every puck went in for them, too, Dave. Like, in terms of, if you look at the, I'm sure, the expected, they probably scored way over expected. Like, everything went right for them. A lot of things that went right for them last year to get through two rounds, Dave, went right for them again this year, except they faced an actual hockey team that plays well in all areas of the ice uh, and a goaltender that was tremendous for the Devils as well. The Devils deserved to win this series in whatever amount of games uh, they got it done. You know, if we want to kind of wrap on the Rangers here, the Rangers don't know what they're doing in terms of building. And we'll, we'll see hope. I hope this is the demise of them. They, they took Panarin totally out of the series. Mika had like one good game. Like they shut, they shut down. It felt, you know, everybody but Kreider, they basically shut down in this series uh, along the way, especially the last five games of this series. So if you want to finish up on the Rangers here, Dave, like uh, a ton of things went right for them and they lost in the first round in, in game seven. So stick it. Oh, well, one of the things, and it's kind of a devil's point to to go off of what you said about the, the Rangers being a collection of players. Well, of the many years when we were doing this show or Devil's Daily, at least when we when they were the devils were a bad team and we would always talk about you have to become a team not a collection of players and you started to see it you started to see individual talent or guys not really having synergy and, and that kind of thing we, we've seen different levels of progression but we always talked about that you have to be a team to get there and i i think more than anything that's got to make you feel good in the sense that the devils for whether it's lack of talent in certain spaces, or if you want to say the Rangers had more talent in certain positions on the ice and the devils 
goaltender, I guess, being one of them. And the reality is, if you look at Shemin's numbers, it kind of evens out. But it really did come down to that the Devils were able to learn as a team as well. That it wasn't just play well and win as a team. But they were staring two road games down 0-2 in the face. A lot of teams wilt there, Jeff. A lot of good hockey teams wilt there. Yeah. And I don't know if, if, if it was reversed. I think the Devils smoke them. I think the Devils would have won in four if it was reversed. Yeah. Because I think they were the better team. And I don't think the Rangers have the the, men, the, the mental fortitude. Honestly, they, they couldn't put the, the pedal down when it mattered in one of the uh, games three or four. And that is such a promising thing, Jeff, that we can say that, oh, that team that added all the talent and had Fox tell everybody, no, I don't want to play for anybody else. I want to play for the Rangers and Panarin with the wrong stick uh, handedness. Yes, you remember. And he still wants to go there, still wants to go there. And then all the other guys who have, who have chosen them and Truba's wife only wanted to work in, in, in New York or whatever. So he gets traded there. All the little things that they've gotten handed to them just because they're the Rangers, the, the fake, one, the, two picks. Yeah. That suck. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, that's a plus in terms of devil's land at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kako, Kako is a nice support player after really watching a ton of him in, in a bunch of games in a row. He's a nice, a nice player. Is that what you expect out of two overall? No. Is Lafreniere a nothing player right now? Yeah. He doesn't do anything well enough to be a to be an impact player. Can he be a 25 goal scorer in a good year? Sure. But Jeff, when it came down to it, the whole no quit in New York thing, I think is a terrible slogan for this team because they didn't ever want to really work hard in this series. When things no. came easy to them, when they got bounces, when they had opportunities, yeah, that's what the Rangers do really well at. They are very good at when they're front-footed and you have to press, they'll they'll take all your mistakes and put them in the back in the back of the net. But they are not a team that wants to put on the hard hat and go to work. And what did the New Jersey Devils do? They had to go look themselves, you know, in the mirror. They had to go watch video and get better. But it still was about the effort, Jeff, more than anything, to turn this series around and eventually to win it. That every time they got hit, they said, all right, how can we be better? We got to bring it. And and I think that's what separated these two teams, is that the Devils are a hockey team, not a collection of players, and they wanted it more. Uh, I will never forget the Ranger, Kreider, Truba, and Trocek laughing. In games, I think I guess it was game two more than game one. They were laughing. They thought it was going to be easy. And the Devils grinded them into a fucking pulp the last five, uh, the last five games of that series. So, uh, and all the, and the, the media who, who couldn't be bothered to pick the Devils. Like, it, no, you couldn't get anyone to pick the Devils in six. Uh, you know, the few people picked the Devils in, in seven, but they just. Please, please pick Carolina, please. Yeah, go all ahead. Please. Yeah, go ahead. Go Don't ahead. jump on now. Don't jump on now. 